Welcome to the Disney Hour Express podcast. I'm Abby. And I'm Rob. We are two hopelessly romantic Disney enthusiasts. Sharing fun stories, secret tips, and family travel experiences. If you are a Disney newbie, or maybe a season pass holder, we hope you find this information helpful. We turned our love of Disney into a unique boutique travel agency that books Disney and Universal vacations. We've got a lot of stories, so cozy on up, choose your favorite drink, whether that be a cocktail or a hot chocolate, and enjoy the Disney Hour Express. Hey, babe. How's it going? Well considering I put a spell on you and now you're mine. It's going great. I feel like we may have already mentioned that in one of our other Halloween episodes. Dang it. I'm getting stale here. I'm getting stale with all my quotes and funny little shenanigans. (laughs) I'm sorry. Now, you're probably wondering why we're talking about Halloween again, being as there's only a couple of times that we... There's only a couple of days that you might be listening to this and it's before Halloween. You could be listening to it after, but it's still a, a good episode. Well, the thing is, Disney does Halloween till like, what, November 2nd? So, But I don't play that game. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's October 31st. We come home after we trick or treat. I come home. I start ripping down all the uh, decorations. That's so <laughs> untrue. Now I take everything down, the ghosts, the goblins. <laughs> I throw all the candy away. The kids, you pick out five pieces. We're done. <laughs> false, false, false. My goodness. Mm. That's not how it goes here. But I do get it. Last year, I was just like reminiscing. I know that we actually put up our Christmas tree really early last year. We had it up during Thanksgiving. I'm wondering if a lot more people do that now. I think that was a, I think during covid that was a big thing right people were just like i got nothing going on well (laughs) especially if it was in their window because during covid a big deal was to kind of like decorate your window or put something in your window like the hearts or the we're strong or whatever we're here for you stuff Mm. so yeah putting up a tree to make people smile was definitely a big deal then i think we should have just blacked out our windows on the (laughs) one just shut everyone why are you looking in our windows we just put up a big screen and it's just the zoom (laughs) that meeting that you're on or you know you're talking to friends playing board games over the internet I'll never forget though in my old house because the wind, like looking in the window, it it was such mm. a walkable neighborhood mm. that people were always walking around. Mm. And um, I'll never forget, I started watching Bridgerton oh, for the I first that. time. I remember that. <laughs> and I was like, oh my gosh, I have to close the window, like the shades. <laughs> I had to close all the shades to watch Bridgerton I'm so because I was so embarrassed. I was like, what is happening in this show? Everybody keeps telling me to watch it. And it like the opening scene was very naughty. Oh. Oh my goodness. Well, most of the show was pretty naughty. It was it, a good show. What, what was it about? A uh, child sneaking uh, candy when they shouldn't? Uh, <laughs> yes. Is that what it was about? <laughs> yeah, totally. I understand. Uh-huh. I get it. Well, we were going to talk about how Halloween started at Disney. When did it become this big, gigantic multi-day thing or even now multi-month thing? And because it didn't start out that way, right? It started out very differently. As most things do, yeah. So 
very small scale Disneyland and started back on October 31st, Halloween in 1959. They had a very cutesy patootsy pumpkin carving contest. So that was October 31st, 1959, 1959. And this event was called the Parade of Pumpkins because the children, they would dress up in their outfits and they would carve their pumpkins and then they would present or parade their pumpkins down Main Street for the yeah. judges to see. Do you think? I wonder who those judges were. Were they celebrities? Was you know, it Walt? Was that, it Walt? Well, I, I'm sure he was in attendance, but I don't know who the judges would be hmm. at that point. And I don't know what they get if they won the pumpkin contest. Maybe it was like their, um, it's like Charlie and uh, Willy Wonka. Like they get to take over mm. Walt Disney World. They get the golden ticket for the day. They have to live in, they have to become Mickey. Well, I mean, Disneyland's history was just really, really interesting to me because they did that for quite some time. Um, and they also, for the longest time, ha and they still have this, the Happiest Haunts Tours. And it's your, you get a tour guide that leads you through Disneyland Park and shows you around all the eerie and delightful Halloween decorations that they have. You're going to hear some frighteningly fun tales as you journey to the shadowy bayou to begin the adventure-filled Pirates of the Caribbean experience. No. And then, of course, as part of the tour nowadays, you get photo ops with the hitchhiking ghost and so on yeah, so lots yeah. of different halloween things but i was kind of like how interesting so they kind of make it new orleanian style with the haunted uh walk mm -hmm. so that's a really big thing in the french quarter in new orleans and then and of course you, you have the this? bayou and the well because i've gone on them oh. and then you well, why uh, because you know what? You stop over there. You stop. I think that counts. Everyone drink. Everyone drink. It's close <laughs> enough. No. And so then I was just like, what's Walt's obsession with New Orleans? You know, like, was mm. he, did he have family there? What's going on? But he just really, you know, we know he was really into steam trains right the okay and so but he was also into steam boats so mm -hmm. the boat that goes down the mississippi river mm -hmm. he was really into that obviously he has it down in liberty square right um yeah in uh walt disney world mm -hmm. it's really really cool so i was like oh that's so interesting so he was just more into the mechanics of the things that were down there at the time or still are for sure. Um, and that's why he loved New Orleans. And he had considered New Orleans as a site for Disney World. But then it went out the door because the Louisiana yeah. government did not want to work with gotcha. this kind of things that he wanted to work with. And I just think about how different that would be because it's such a populated area, right? And Orlando, prior to the building of Walt Disney World, wasn't as populated mm -hmm. so that would have been so different i don't think it would have been nearly as big or nearly as uh like you know i just yeah i can't imagine it, it. wouldn't I can't have been imagine as that. expansive with all that area and the uh just the conservation that he's built you know just with everything yeah it would be a totally different uh yeah. totally different experience yeah yeah, for sure. Mm. 
So Walt Disney World started their Halloween celebrations in 1972. Oh. Yeah, that was their first one. It was just on October 28th and 29th. And the Halloween weekend did include some additional entertainment, including family-friendly magic shows, character meet and greets, plus a screening of The Legend of Sleepy Hollow. Oh, okay. The old <laughs> Ichabod Crane with this yeah. long, lanky Ichabod Crane. So, you know, I always found side, sidebo- sidebar... Mm-hmm. Um, Legend of Sleepy Hollow, right? I used to like watching that. And so I used to, I wanted to put that on when I worked at Blockbuster Video. And like the like the one screen. with Reese Witherspoon or no, the, no, old, the, old one? The sli- Not Reese Witherspoon. Gosh, no. Christina Ricci. I'm sorry. Yes. Johnny was Depp it, and all yeah, that. Yeah. Was it that one? No. Or was it was it? like the cartoon, like the Legend of Sleepy Hollow, the cartoon. I, I haven't seen it, I guess. Oh, okay. So I, it's like you can't find it. It's not like its own separate tail like anywhere like you had a it was on like a separate like a, it was on like a mickey like the shorts a, like a mickey halloween special oh. type of thing or something they used to put it on with that huh. anyway didn't wasn't important so Move you on. did used to put it on all the time i would at yeah but you would have to put on the other mickey like stuff and it was less oh, like you know because it was like all in the middle of it yeah but, but it like, was weird because it would have these like you know kind of family friendly you know mickey adventures and then it has this story that's kind of scary it's a guy with no head you know I mean, you tormenting know, I a teacher guys with no head all the time i guess <laughs> oh that's weird um anyway so, so they would view the legend of sleepy hollow and one of the major now this is where i was like oh my gosh I did not know this fact. One of the major highlights for guests was that rides on the Haunted Mansion were free during the Halloween event. And I was like, that makes no sense. Like, you're already in Disney World. Why would rides on the Haunted Mansion be free? Because it was different. Because it was different. That's right. It was different. They had ticket booths for the rides right mm-hmm. that you would buy individual yeah. tickets for the rides can you imagine the chaos of <laughs> that <laughs> but actually essentially with lightning lanes and genie plus well, coming so back you're doing it now yeah. you're doing it you're get you're buying an admission to the park and then a ticket to so that's, that's just crazy that's but. just like something where more the traditional like uh, local fairs do right because you're just buying mm-hmm. you buy like you know an art you know 20 tickets and right and one ride is that. four tickets and one ride is two tickets depending yeah. on the popularity and like i used to do the or... place i used to go to a lot when i was younger uh, playland over in new york mm-hmm. um and that was the same thing it would be like you know you would go there you have to buy the individual tickets so obviously is like a way of the past it wouldn't yeah. work in current disney whatsoever right right and so i guess yeah, haunted cool. mansion was considered to be one of the prime tickets um sure. so for it to be free during this halloween event was like a really big deal everybody wanted to be there yeah so, I mean, interesting, very interesting fact. So in 1979, Walt Disney World hosted um, more of these parties and they were getting bigger and the music performers were getting more popular. Um, and this is when it started to becoming a, a separate ticketed event than just like an admission okay. or our 
even going on the rides. And this uh, began to be called Halloween Hysteria. Oh. And also included magic shows like previously, but the headliner guests were getting bigger. So, for example, like the police came one year. Which is like really cool. Can you imagine going to the Magic Kingdom and seeing like an actual like super popular band right there? You know, I couldn't, I, I could not, you know, seeing Sting and uh, mm-hmm. I would tell them to don't stand so close to me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. baby. So now we're going forward to 1995, is it? That's right. 1995. <clears throat> what happened then? And that was Walt Disney World's first Halloween night party, which became what we know today as Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party. And uh, that would, between the uh, years of 1995, so for the next decade, that would grow to where they would have it for multiple nights, right? It grew up to like 15 nights at Mm -hmm. the time. Yeah, so it was about 15 nights. So like what we mean by night party is where the rest of the park was closed to the public, right? And then just these people were admitted to what's now Mickey's Not So Scary. And and the big deal about this is uh, they started to now produce objects for this, right? Like mm-hmm. T-shirts or special food items or things uh, that uh, tchotchkes to take home. Memorabilia, that's the word I was looking for. Gotcha. So that's when it's starting to become a thing like mm-hmm. you know and everybody wants to be a part of that thing so now it's becoming much bigger much bigger now mickey's not so scary party has just gotten so big that they actually start this parties in august so it's like closer to the date of july 4th when these parties start versus versus uh, October 31st which is nuts Mm -hmm. it's so true we felt like like when we when I look back at our trip to the AEP in August and how we have talked about Mm -hmm. you know we didn't get tickets for it we were really bummed but would it have felt like Halloween in the middle of August you know what I'd like to find out (laughs) you're like I don't care what you say I wanted to see (laughs) So, yeah, but again, this is like how the party doesn't focus on the rides at all, which is mm. different. It, it, that's different how the, it first started, right? As the yeah. Haunted Mansion was a free ride. So it no longer focuses on that. It focuses more on the trick-or-treating inside the park and the party-exclusive parades and unique photo ops, yeah. which is, again, the photo ops have really come in the last like decade, um, especially adding the different images into the photos, too, yeah. which is always really cool. This fact really blew my mind. So, like, Walt Disney World generates or has been, it's been thought to generate about 3.3 million in revenue for the company per night of this party. And that's because you're thinking about how they have the day tickets Mm -hmm. and then an additional night ticket. Which is about the same as the day ticket. Yeah, with all like the memorabilia mm. and everything. 3.3 3 million per event. Mm. That's about 125 million for the season. Mm. That's, an, that's an insane moneymaker. 
insane. Because let's see, August, September, October. So it goes for three full months where Christmas is only going for two months mm-hmm. and not even two full months. It's true. Oh my gosh. More like a month and a half. That's like, cra- mm-hmm. yeah, that's crazy to me. So it's definitely probably like their biggest money maker ever. Yeah. I do wonder though what it costs to, to put it all together. To put it all together. Like yeah. Because they- if they have all the parades and they have the extra actors and everything coming in, same mm-hmm. with over at Hollywood Studios, it's got to, they've got to spend a ton of money to even, to make money, you know, to, for the, actors for the makeup for the food for, for the props wait for which at hollywood studios for i'm sorry i meant um oh universal universal oh gotcha yeah. okay yeah yeah, yeah yeah for the no. props and for everything it's just like whoa mm-hmm. it blows my mind i don't know i'm gonna let you talk a little bit we've got a little bit more information about disneyland and then all the oh. beautiful news you have Oh, do we? We yeah. have some news. So now we're going back to 95 again. I'm taking it back. Let, let's think about it. It's 95. Um, some of us in here were in high school. <laughs> Not this one. <laughs> this one might have been, um, let's see, I was wearing my... Uh, I was wearing my pants uh, backwards, like crisscross. Um Maybe Abby was like listening to Radiohead or something like that. Oh, uh, I did love Radiohead. I don't mm. know. Different times, Smashing different pumpkins. times, different days. You know, smashing pumpkins—that's what you would do at Halloween. <laughs> I don't know about that. Right. Anyway, so in Disneyland, nineteen ninety-five, ninety-six, Mickey's Halloween Treat debuted at Disneyland Park. And then returned to Disney California Adventure for four years, beginning in 2006. The event was also known by other names, including Mickey's Halloween Party from 2005 to 2007 and Mickey's Trick or Treat Party from 2008 2009. I tell you, they're getting really inventive. Right. I know. So I do like that they really changed up the name, like by 2019 because mm. it was just they were really struggling there it seemed to like have have a draw to it yeah so i mean disneyland is more known for repeat clients of the area like families yes. who live like two hours away mm. or less are repetitively going to disneyland right so it needs to be have like different things going on and mm. and just uh, understand that it's like that like it's not like a of, one-time thing because it's, like, it's a, like in the middle of like downtown mm-hmm. you know, anaheim, anaheim yeah. mm-hmm. which is like a you know it's like a part of la kind of it's like la proper or something i forget mm-hmm. exactly but yeah i mean people go there i listen to other podcasts and it's like everyone has like a season pass to yeah. disney world to disneyland right. they're like yeah well we got the pass so right you know. it's a pretty common thing mm-hmm. so um Sorry. So Disney's California <laughs> like Resort. On my chair. Sorry. <laughs> Disney's California Resort. We are, we are recording on a Sunday night. Um, Past the time we usually. Yeah, this is very good for us. This is <laughs> have this podcast just, out. It's, we've seen four um, uh, four showings of Finding Nemo Junior. The musical this week. Mm-hmm. So it's been just a lot. Keep swimming. Yeah. Just keep There's swimming. Go with the flow. It's stuck in my head. <laughs> 
It was wonderful. Our daughter was in it. Yeah. It was great. Heidi did a great job. It was job. so and well she done. Multiple roles. It was yeah. It was fantastic. But um, but we have parent head. <laughs> we are parent tired. <laughs> uh oh, parent puns. Happened. <laughs> um, so Disney's California Resort had the Oogie Boogie Bash. Oogie Boogie. Oogie Boogie. Oogie Boogie. Uh, and that began in, in 2019, where the villain from A Nightmare Before Christmas takes over the park. Right, and it's so popular that in 2023, the event sold out. The first day tickets went on sale. Fans reported trouble with oh, virtual yeah. queues and website crashes. We had the worst trouble. Like it yeah. was, it was like a day. It was a day, and for like agents, it was like we, this is a day. Yeah. That will live in infamy. <laughs> and, you know, we expect it. And we always tell clients like who are going wanting to go to Oogie Boogie, like, you know, if you, if we are able to get you a ticket, like, yeah. know that it is so valuable and we all worked so hard to get it for you. Um, agents will often collect all of their clients and just wait on that phone line for like seven hours. And once they get through... They'll just book, you know, 12, 13 clients at a time because they can. And then that's that's essentially why they go, you know, because people are working, working the system a little people, bit. People will be but, working. Um, yeah. It's a very sought after party for sure. Uh-huh. It's fun. Oogie boogie. You've been oogged. You've been boogged. Mm-hmm. So what is happening in your world of news? Well, there's a ton of things happening. Oh. Um, whether you find them interesting or not, that's up to you. But uh, one of the items is, and this kind of happened, this is kind of like the week before, but we didn't see it. Uh, Disney Treasure, which is part of, it's yeah. a Disney cruise line ship. I think it's the sixth. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's going to have a new themed bar for the Haunted Mansion. Oh, yes, yes. So they kind of found that to be apropos for... The, the yeah. next two days if you're listening to this after november 1st just turn it off it's not worth listening to, <laughs> listen to the entire episode please please listen it. to us we're desperate we're desperate we want listeners no we're not that desperate we are we are um <laughs> he's lost the folks yeah until he's late. um yeah so they're gonna have a haunted mansion bar and it looks very kind of like 19 30 it's kind of kind of looks like a speakeasy type yes, of thing yeah you know like, like that type of vibe i mean if you've seen the movie and it's gonna have like you know the mirror behind the bar usually there's yes. like a mirror always behind the bar and it's gonna have like the ghosts you're gonna see ghosts oh that's like, cool like, oh, I like stuff that like that so yeah that's gonna be pretty cool so if you're going if you're taking a cruise pick the disney uh what did i say treasure Ugh, i can't even remember this yep disney, yeah, treasure. disney treasure yeah and that's a, you could check out the new uh, haunted mansion bar yep that's gonna be wonderful. Now let's see. I had all my stories. Everything that went to went to heck. There was a little bit of uh, I think, and you mentioned this. I don't know if it was the episode last or the one before last. Uh, there were some uh, thefts going on in strollers, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Right, and so they they actually like caught one of the guys. No way. Yeah, they ended up they they caught a guy. Um, Oh, it's, it's another man. Yeah, it was like in, 
they found the guy. He was trying to like he, he had stolen something, and he was trying to charge like a credit card that was. Anyway, so they're, they're still trying to figure. But it all happened on like one day in like uh, July twenty first. Oh, it was like a rash of thefts. Really? Yeah. So it's it's all these things, and we were telling you like obviously. I know you're in like the happiest place on earth, yeah. but there's people that are always looking to ruin that, right? Yeah. So don't leave your stuff in strollers. Yeah. Like it's just not. And it's was... just so easy to do. I'm telling you, yeah. like it's, it feels like your safety net <laughs> where uh, you can put everything, but you yeah. really can't. So there was a woman that like, she went on uh, in Animal Kingdom to ride Dinosaur, which is mm-hmm. Dinosaur Land. Mm-hmm. Over there, and she went on there. She used a, I mean, it was very specific. Said she used a lightning lane, so she wasn't there for long. But she left her stroller. She came back out. The stroller was moved, which isn't very. That's that's super common because the cast members are always moving it to make it a little they bit. They put everything in right the mm-hmm. right place and and right. to not take up so much room. So that's not unusual. But when she came back, her she was missing um, items that she had bought over in Pandora. She'd bought a bow, arrow, two banshees, and four t-shirts. All mm. gone. That's like $2,000. <laughs> Basically, right? Um, there was another woman that had a bag taken. I forget. Oh, it said she left her. Again, it was on a stroller, but they, they found like the bag that was taken like over in Tusker House, the ba- the companion bathroom across from Tusker House Restaurant. Like The person went in there, went through it, and left it. This one, though, there was another, um, there was a guy, a 21-year-old guy, parked his stroller outside uh, the theater of the, the festival of the, Lightning, of the Lion wait, King. Wait, 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 rewind. A what guy? A 21-year-old guy. A 21-year-old guy parked yeah. his stroller. Got it. Yeah, I mean, he was probably in it, right? 21-year-old. Uh, I mean, he's basically like, a baby. What? what? Maybe he was the one that was being pushed around. Maybe. Maybe. Um, so when the show was over, all the bags he had left in the stroller, including his wallet and his bank card oh. with $400 in cash, oh. was stolen. Oh. Now, I mean, obviously he was a 21-year-old, so he wasn't... People, do not leave your wallet. Yeah. <laughs> like, always have your wallet on you. Yep. Like, take the hit of being like that person wearing the fanny pack if you're uncomfortable. Like, yeah. Just, Keep it with you. Now, for I would have been like telling people, oh, by the way, I had $250,000 in cash in my... Uh, <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. I mean, I don't think Disney... It's not like Disney's recuperating. No, right? I'm not, I like, know. like reimbursing them or anything like that. But yeah, do not leave... Don't leave valuable stuff in your stroller. Right. You know, it's probably like you could leave your waters and things like that. But yeah, take everything with you. That's why everyone has backpacks and all that stuff going around there. So... That was back in July 1st. It takes a while for public records to become uh, public. Yep. So that's yeah. why it just kind of just kind of became news. So that was kind of like a public service announcement that I wanted to do. Uh, <coughs> excuse me. I'm like choking up all over Oh, my goodness. See what happens when I make you do all the news <laughs> and updates. Okay. Pressure. This was also news. Um, again, I think. We might have missed this. I think it came out like last week, but they are doing uh, Disney After Hours. Yes. Bring. So they just opened all of that up. You're yeah, right. they are. They're coming back um, starting 2024. Mm-hmm. They're going to have them 
in Magic Kingdom in Epcot and Hollywood Studios. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's similar to like what they're doing now with you know Mickey's Not So Scary, except it's not. There's no theme to it. It's just mm-hmm. it's a separately ticketed event, and it's closed off. You know they don't have as many people allowed to come in there, and most of the like the bigger rides, yeah, are going to be available. Um, Tron for these select nights is not going to be on a virtual queue. It's actually going to go to a standby queue. Good. Oh my goodness. <clears throat> so that'll be, be the, the first time. Fifty-eight seconds of your life. <laughs> <laughs> Yowzes. <laughs> Not mine. <laughs> um, but uh, so that that's a very unique experience. And then the other thing is that so in Magic Kingdom, they are bringing they have like a separate firework event, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like a nighttime spectacular. Yes. Because this so this like happens late. This is like your after hours events are from like 10 to one. Yep. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of crazy. So they're bringing back, it's called Disney enchantment. Yeah. Which is a favorite for so many people. Yeah. Yeah. And so I guess, you know, like it debuted for, they had it for the 50th anniversary. And then as the 50th anniversary was over, they decided to then, you know, they no longer had those events and and they stopped doing that, but that's going to come back. That's going to be the show. Okay. So there's a list of dates. Um, we'll try to put them on our website uh, so everyone <laughs> could see. No, I'm not going to run through them now. We, we, we've talked enough dates for you, right? We're going back. Yeah. We've yeah. talked a lot of dates. Um, but it's like night. It's not many nights. It's like only a couple of months. So if that's something you're interested in. You're a night owl. You're going to Disney. Definitely worth looking into that. Um, as I said, it is a separate, separately ticketed event, and the mm-hmm. tickets are, no. They're not cheap. Just right. So I think as an individual going, you might decide like, okay, well, we don't have kids or whatever, and we want lower crowds, so we'll go during the, mm-hmm. the late hours instead of going during the day, right? I don't know that you'd necessarily want to do both on the same day, but I don't know. You do you, right? Yeah, that's right. You do you. <laughs> um, one of the things that comes out in the, uh, the theme parks put out every for every quarter a theme park incident report. Oh, boy. So it kind of shows you everything that happened, right? Yep. Um, I read through this a little bit. Oh, you did that? But- okay. So they had some of them were interesting. I'll try to go through them quickly. Uh, there was a 69-year-old man up top um, injured his neck and back on Twilight Zone Tower of Terror. Okay. Well, I mean, that makes sense. Yeah. I mean, who hasn't injured their back? I think we just don't talk about it on that ride because we love it. And even when you're 69, you know, yeah. up top. Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, there was a 73 year old woman felt motion sickness and fainted after exiting the Slinky Dog Dash. Yeah. I mean, if you had like an inner ear thing going on or whatnot and you're jostled around, I can yeah. see that being an issue too. Yeah. You know, there's the whole thing. And then as you get, as we've experienced, as we've, uh, you know, gotten, gotten older. years have gone on, that we're more prone to motion sickness or whatever. Or- Absolutely. <coughs> or like lots of 3D showings and stuff. We're mm-hmm. just not, it's it true. doesn't jive well anymore. It's weird. There was a 50-year-old woman with an unknown pre-existing illness had a seizure after she rode Star Wars Rise of the Resistance. So it's like I wonder what part um, 
initiated the seizure or, you know, like yeah. was it lighting? Was it the movement? Because the yeah. movement's different, right? Because it's all because of the the flooring there and how it's more magnetic movement rather than yeah, uh, it's, not, it's not on a track on a track so, yeah. of movement so it's a different way of feeling but then again seizures you know there was the whole well, thing back in the 90s where it was like mary hart from entertainment tonight mm-hmm. she was a co she was the co-anchor i'm sorry i don't know why i'm joking over here um she uh her voice was like it, people were listening to it and it was causing some it was causing a seizure over what? the TV, yeah. I've never heard of this. Yeah, something in her voice. Yeah, it was like something seizures. Like, how do you not take that personally? <laughs> yeah, you know, I mean, as she's taking all her sweet money to the bank, I guess she. <laughs> yeah, I guess she don't care. She's like, mm-hmm. I've got a special voice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she could use that on anyone. Like, I will put you into a seizure. Wow, mm-hmm. that's bizarre. Straight. But um, poor lady, that's really upsetting. Now, this one was just kind of like, all right, you know, how did you not see this coming? Two visitors said they felt sick on Mission Space at Epcot. Mm-hmm. Right? Again, who hasn't felt sick? <laughs> yeah. We just keep it to ourselves, right? We're of the generation where we just shove that feeling way on down. So there was like a 33-year-old woman with an unknown pre-existing condition said she had abdominal pain on the ride. Mm-hmm. And there was a 69-year-old man, maybe that same guy from Tower of Terror, um, all, had a cardiac condition, felt dizzy. And, uh, and that was in September. Oh. Okay. All right. Well, that stinks. Yeah. Um, there was somebody that, uh, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, Cosmic Rewind. Again. Disoriented. <laughs> Who? Hasn't I mean, gotten I mean, that's oriented like you know. I mean, look, and you can understand it. it's hot, and obviously these are all these are all things that happen like in July, mm-hmm. August, mm-hmm. September. It's still super hot down there, and you're going on a ride, and you're moving in a way that your body's not normally used to being moved. And and, you're like super dehydrated and being jostled. Yes. <laughs> and then, last but not least, there was a 19 year old woman um, went on Big Thunder Mountain Railroad, and uh, she felt faint. Oh. I mean, that one, mm, yeah. I don't know. So it's like the incident reports weren't as bad as you would think they would be. But, you know, they're kind of typical. Now, this wasn't just about Disney. There's also incident report for Universal. Uh, so this one we can uh, relate to. Yeah, tell me. Universal had reported that a 26-year-old man had an inability to speak. After he rode Harry Potter and the Forbidden Journey at Universal's Island yeah, Adventure. Well, again, I can completely 100% yeah. <laughs> relate. That ride, I mean, you guys should have seen Rob oh. turned a different shade of like mm. pale. Oh, I don't I don't even know what happened after that, but yeah. I was afraid that we were <laughs> we were going to end our honeymoon altogether because you know, that was like the second ride we went so, on. Was yeah. Like, yeah. We were both though. Like it was not we did not want to do it. Yeah, again. That, that was rough for me, but uh, my you know, ten year old niece went on it like seventeen times in a row. So yeah. and so did Uncle Mikey because yeah. he had to assist her yeah, on yeah, it, yeah. right? He had exactly. to be with her. And so yeah, it's it's uh yeah, that one, that's a rough one. It's just because of the way you, I think you rock and the way everything's set up. You're kind of going almost upside down backwards. 
Yeah, and then you get in and it's like the 3D screen. It's just like I think the transition could be a lot for some people if yeah. you're prone to um, dealing with that. Absolutely. So now that we're talking about Universal, I over in Universal, which is still the last couple of days of Halloween Horror Nights is happening. but And that's in the Universal Orlando side of it. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, over in Islands of Adventure, which doesn't have anything... You know, Halloween Horror Nights, there's nothing going on there. They've already started transitioning it into yeah, Christmas. Yeah, Christmas and all the Seussical stuff. Exactly. So that's like the big thing is they have like the light up trees and Seuss Landing mm-hmm. are now big. So it has like these kind of balls that light up and they kind of form into a shape. So you can see like the Grinch's face and stuff yes, like that. Yes, I saw and, that. You know, I saw a picture of it and I I hope that it's cooler in person. <laughs> like it looks like very yeah. weird to me. Like the balls are like very big, big balls, yeah, and so it kind of looks like it's trying to mimic a screen, but mm-hmm. it didn't. So again, like in person, I'm sure it looks completely amazing, but yeah. the pictures of it are. I wonder if that's strange. something to do with just they wanted to look interesting during the day, mm. as opposed to like they could just. I'm sure there's like a curved LED screen they could wrap around it to make it look, you know, where it would just be normal, but then right. maybe not see it. I don't know. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. Could be better, but still, they have like wreaths up all over the park, Minds of Adventure, in the entrance way, and all those things. And uh, tis the season, <coughs> almost. definitely tis the season. Um, what else? Thunder Mountain, we covered that after hours on the mansion. I think that was all I had. I know. I mean, we're just winding down the spooky season. Mm-hmm. We're going to have like a kind of awkward transition month because it's going to be between Thanksgiving and Christmas. But I mean, let's be honest, there's nowhere that really decorates for Thanksgiving. Except our house. I guess this is true. However, I think the dog ate most of our Thanksgiving <laughs> decorations. What? Yeah, you know. And now, but, he's, a, and now he's a turkey. Now we're going to cook he, him. Yep. Now he is five pounds heavier mm-hmm. and qualified to be our turkey. He's going in the oven. Um, no, I'm just kidding. But yeah, it's uh, it's an interesting time, right? Because we don't want to forget about Thanksgiving and about the importance of family and being thankful for what you have. So we'll try to highlight all the wonderful Thanksgiving things that you can do. Not just Liberty Tree Tavern, but all the things. Um, I've spent a few Thanksgivings over there at Disney, so... Hey, I'm sure they're, uh, you know, you could go to any of those buffet places, uh, Hollywood and Vine. Yeah. um, Probably. They probably have a really great uh, Thanksgiving Thanksgiving meal. Yeah. So I felt really bad. We had a travel specialist. (laughs) Wow. We're just just dying. You're getting the best of it. You're yawning. I'm choking. This is like... (laughs) Who asked Audio, about? Uh, yeah, she asked right about now. Prime Time Fifties Cafe, and like I have to say, like I I do like it, and there is a place for it. But if you are like going, let's say this is like your one dreamy trip, I don't know that that would be on the top of list on the list of eating places. Mm. So I said, just uh, Hollywood and Vine, it is attached to Primetime 50s Cafe. Yeah. Just go there and sit. It's really, really good. <laughs> You'll really like it, you know? Because mm. um, 
a character dining experience with really good food versus a lady telling you to eat all your peas? (laughs) (laughs) No, thank you. I'm good. I'd rather just enjoy all my food and characters. Right? I agree. You know, if you are, if you are happen to listen to this and you are in Disney, um, for these last couple of days of Halloween and you don't have tickets to get into Mickey's not so scary. It's kind of cool just to go there um, in front of magic kingdom. And like mm. at, at night, like we, on our way back, we yeah. were heading back to our hotel and we had to go via the magic kingdom buses. Um, and it was pretty cool just to like go by and see it. Was it. Lit. Yeah. yeah. It was lit and they have like the fog that they mm-hmm. know that they have and like all the people are even in, like a Halloween type spirit, but yeah. you know, they're not like scare actors or not scaring you or anything like that, but it was just, it was cool. So if you just so happen to be there and you didn't get tickets still, I, I think it's still worth and you're like near a monorail or something like get on over there and uh, check it out. Why not? And soon all of that merchandise that was just specific to uh, the evenings of the um, parties mm-hmm. is now open to the days and it's open right, to the yes. public. So yeah. yeah, you can get all the merchandise. Of course, it will start going on sale soon. Um, but I that's heard it flies off the shelf pretty fast. Yeah, right? yeah, it does. It does. So you better. Uh, I think it's the Emporium over on Magic Kingdom that has it. Yes. So take a look there. Always good. And yeah. that's all we got, folks. It's a it's a little show today, just yeah. with some history and we hope you uh have a happy and uh safe uh trick or treating experience. We hope there's more treats than tricks. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Uh, Can't wait to see you in the new season of Thanksgiving. <laughs> Yay! Thank